Hello, everybody. Once again, happy to have you all here listening. Today, another day, another episode of Let's Talk with Soldier Monkey. Today with me, I have a very special guest by the name of Irrelevant Rod. Hey, Soldier Monkey. What up, man? Uh, how you doing today? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited uh, to be here. Oh, yeah. And I really appreciate you being on here. And like, oh, my God, I'm excited for this episode. Just to get things uh, right off, get things started right off the bat. Uh, how, how did you come up with Irrelevant Rod? And why why is this your gamer tag? Uh, yeah. Uh, so Rod is my name. And uh, Irrelevant is just, I guess, what I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like a, a badge of honor, I think. Um at a certain point, like, I think everyone growing up wants to be famous for one reason or another, right? And yeah. then, uh, yeah, it just it, I reached the point where it's just like, eh, it's probably not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> so it's 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 a good thing, um, like, to not be famous or to not be quote unquote relevant, right? So it's just yeah. like, just embrace the irrelevance of it all. And, and yeah, so just added that to the front of my name. Oh, that's really, that's really awesome. I actually kind of <laughs> like a little story and how that you put that together it's really yeah <laughs> uh, is this a long running uh, gamer tag for you or is this just a newly uh gamer tag so um it's probably about six or seven years so it's it's the newest one for sure before it, it just it just used to be my name uh but then it's just like so a lot of times rod unless you're like the first one it's one of those like og names that if you don't it's probably not going to be available. You just have to sign up for things right away. Yeah. So then I would do funny things like add an extra R or add an extra D or stuff mm -hmm. like that. And it just, it got, it got weird. So it's just like, as soon as I found irrelevant in front of it, it's just, that's usually available pretty much everywhere. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. yeah. Names with like, I'm not a big fan of names with numbers at the end of them. So like, for example, if yeah. I were to be like soldier monkey, like four five, seven, two, something like that. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of that. And I, and I like unique gamer tags. Like it's something about a unique gamer tag that really stands out. And it's really like, it's awesome to know or like read it off like the game, the scoreboard or whatever it's from. Yeah. I don't know about you, but whenever I see a name that's like, that doesn't have a number at the end of it. And it's something that's like one of those like OG names. I somehow think that that player is better. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like if I see Jack, and I see Jack four five six seven eight nine. I'm like, oh, Jack is better than Jack four five six seven eight nine. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have one hundred. I one hundred percent agree with that. It's like having, <laughs> especially like with games that are very competitive games, and it's just like if mm. they get their single like name down, it's like just the name, no like special yeah. characters or anything. It's just like wow, like how is that possible? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the only the only name other than like the the OG no numbers at the end name the only name that inspires more fear is when you see like korean characters right oh yeah it's like oh no yeah it's over it's as over. soon as you see like a korean name it's like oh, okay i'm not gonna win <laughs> i think it's funny that you say this but that that is a very like unspoken kind of like i think mentality of like gaming you know mm -hmm. <laughs> for sure oh, it's like the koreans are gonna be the best at it <laughs> Yeah, for whatever reason, you're sinking their hours into the game, even though they might be new at the game. You're like, nah. yeah, <laughs> and like their their internet is so much faster. So even that, I'm for, I'm sure that's a big part of it too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, earlier, right before we started recording, you mentioned that Katamari Damacy is your favorite yeah. game. Yeah, Katamari Damacy. It's an old game for the PS2, originally for the PS2, but it was re-released last year for the Nintendo Switch as Katamari Damacy Reroll. And it's it's just one of the games that has it's it's the game that's made me the happiest like oh ever. Probably. That is that's really, that's really great to hear. It's crazy because I've never actually heard about this game, and I was just I was just looking it up uh, yesterday and today, and mm. I wasn't sure which one is the right one. But now that you clarified mm. it, that's really good to know. Uh, yeah. For PlayStation Two, it came out uh, March eighteenth, twenty uh, two thousand mm -hmm. and four. That has really good reviews, like uh, ninety three uh, percent of uh steam steam review yeah. that's kind of really crazy yeah and then like eight 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 point seven out of ten on GameSpot. yeah 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 you know the cool thing about it is that it was like a surprise pretty much um 
and uh, it originally started off as a student project. So like the game creator, um, his name is Keita Takahashi. He was like an artist for Namco. He wasn't a game designer, but he had this idea for this game. And so the way that mm. he like finessed his way around getting it made is uh, Namco used to have like a game development school. So he like proposed to the game development school. It's just like, hey, let the senior level students build all the assets for my game. And he like used that to build, to design his game, like to build his game. He presented it to Namco leadership as like part of the senior project for the students. And then they approved the game. Uh, but like it was so cheap to make that it cost less than a million dollars to make Jesus. that game. And so like Namco was able to sell it brand new for 20 bucks. That's which crazy. Is like a, a big part of why it was so successful is that it was so cheap. Like it was just like, it looked super weird and super different from yeah. everything else out at the time, mm -hmm. but it's only 20 bucks. So give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, this game, I, I, f I feel like some of these images that I'm looking up on Google images, I, I, I can like sort of recognize, but I can never, I've mm. just never actually played this game down. And yeah. If, seems if really you have a switch, if you have a switch, you, you should definitely get a reroll. Because okay. it's it's just such a fun game. It's so unique. It's it's very simple. That's the whole thing about it is that you literally use the joysticks to move around. Okay. And and that's it. Like you're the whole concept of the game is you just roll up this ball that picks up stuff, and as you pick stuff up, it gets bigger, which means you can roll up bigger stuff, and <laughs> it's like a rolling snowball type game. And it's it's just so unique and so simple and just fun. That's hilarious. I was just gonna, I was just, I was just gonna ask, like, what makes this game like your favorite, and that stands aside from other games. I think it's all, it's a combination of all those things. So yeah, it's like really unique visually. It's very simple. It's one of those things where it's like even explaining it is more difficult than if I just hand you the controller. Oh, you know really? what I mean? <laughs> it's just like if I if I hand you the controller, as soon as you like press forward on the joysticks, you're like, oh, that's what that does, and then you figured it out. Yeah. Whereas like me explaining it takes longer. And then uh, the music <laughs> of it is so cool. It has like weird jazz and like big band and then like hip hop issue, uh, like eight bit tunes in there, which is really cool. And then the last thing is it has a really twisted sense of humor. Oh, um, like, like you can roll up animals uh, or you can roll up like humans and, and stuff like that. <laughs> and, yeah, it, it's super. It's super weird in a really, really good way. It's just a fun game all around. Oh man, yeah, I would definitely be adding this to my wish list. This seems like a really fun and like really bizarre game <laughs> to be playing. Yeah, the last level, especially the last level, um, has, uh, so so the whole, if you can even call it a story, the story of the game is that, um, the king of all the cosmos, like that guy, destroyed all of the stars in the sky. He got drunk one night. And he got too crazy and he destroyed all of the stars. And he's tasking you, his son, the prince of all cosmos, to go down to Earth, pick up these, like, roll up balls of trash that he will then transform into stars to repopulate the sky. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> it's super weird, right? <laughs> That's really and weird. The, la the last level is you have to make the moon, which is, like, the biggest thing in the sky, right? So you have to roll the biggest ball possible. Oh. And the 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 song at the beginning of the level is like the coolest, funniest, weirdest, most epic song of all time. <laughs> so it just really sets the mood. Yeah, you, you got you got to any everyone listening has got to play this game. I believe it. I mean, I would I would definitely check this game out, especially if like if it comes on sale or if it's as, as cheap as twenty dollars. That's like really good pricing for a game like this. Sounds like yeah. Yeah, and I think on the Switch it's it's like at fourteen ninety nine, so it's even cheaper than the OG price, which is kind of unheard of. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> moving on is this kind of uh, this is kind of like a PlayStation Two game, right? Uh, is there any yeah. other notable games that you loved playing on PlayStation Two? Oh yeah. Um. So the PlayStation Two had the Ace Combat series. Had have you ever played that one? Ace Combat. I yeah. No, I actually I actually missed that one. Yeah, so like Ace Combat 7 just came out on the PS4, I think, two years ago. So like the series is still alive, but it's like um it's like a jet fighter game, but it has really realistic visual. So it looks like a flight simulator, but it controls like an arcade game. Oh okay. so it's super, super fun. Um on the PS2, I also really enjoyed uh I don't know if you remember like Guitar Hero when Guitar Hero was a thing. Oh yeah, I remember that. I love yeah. playing Guitar Hero. <laughs> 
Yeah, Guitar Hero was awesome on the PS2. I also really liked, um, there was this game called Rez. It was by Sega. It was actually the last, like, first-party title uh, that Sega released on the Dreamcast, but it also released on the PS2. Wow. That one was awesome. And then, of course, you know, Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and yeah, San Andreas. The Those classics. games were just, yeah, they were amazing at the time, so... The PS2 was an awesome console, man. Yeah, it was probably one of my favorite ones right before uh, 360 came along. Uh, yeah. I also loved Ratchet and Clank growing up playing playing that on PlayStation. Oh too. yeah. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank was awesome. Uh, did you ever play uh, Sly Cooper? I love Sly Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Sly Cooper was so cool. Um, <laughs> that whole cell shaded thing was really cool. And then there was another one. Like there was three platformers that Sony had. Oh, Jack and Daxter. Oh yeah, Jack and Daxter. Those games were incredibly hard. But I don't know what yep. it is. But I, w- I would like I would try to play my best, the best that I can, just try to beat the mm-hmm. game. And I'd always get stuck. And I always go start back, <laughs> right back from the beginning to like restart the story. Yeah. That one part. Yeah, you know, Jack and Daxter, the same people that made Jack and Daxter later made The Last of Us, which is pretty crazy. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's Naughty Dog. <laughs> Naughty, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Have, have, you, have you played, speaking of uh, The Last of Us, have you played part two yet? I have not. I have a I have a buddy who's really into it, and he said he like had to take a break after oh. a certain part. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh man, I don't know if I want to, if I want to have uh an emotional experience like that right now (laughs) (laughs) that's funny i mean have you played the first one yeah i have yeah i mean the first one is already in and of itself a really emotional roller coaster i feel like you know yeah it definitely is it's it's i think it's one of the like it's one of the most well-made games of like the previous era yeah for sure and like uh, everything about like the first uh last of us is just phenomenal from like the gameplay to the story and just mm-hmm. how you're watching this, these characters develop and just, I don't know, it's breathtaking. Like, I never, I feel like when I played that game, there's no other game I could compare that game to. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I think that's a fair thing to say. And it's like a testament to the work that the developers put into, right? And just yeah. how far games as a storytelling medium have come, which is really cool. Yeah. And, I, and it's kind of crazy to think about because, it like, it's, I think like this, it's like how far can a storytelling go in video games, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just hearing you talk about PlayStation 2 and a little bit of the Switch, it kind of sounds like you play on multiple consoles. Is there any console you prefer to play on? Oh, man. Yeah, I I love consoles. Um, My favorite console of all time is the Dreamcast. Did really? you ever play the Sega Dreamcast? I've, no, it actually just skipped me. I I, I was oh, only no, from man. Nintendo up until uh, PlayStation 2 and Xbox. Yeah. Were, were, uh, no, man. The Sega Dreamcast was an amazing console. It had so many firsts. Like, it has the, it had the first online console RPG. It had, like, the first cell-shaded game. It had, like, the first, like, straight-to-arcade ports to a console. So it was, it was just, like, an, an awesome machine. So... The Dreamcast has a really good place in my heart. Yeah. And uh, but recently, I'm pl- I'm playing a lot on PS4, um, okay. more so than the Switch. Yeah. But I always end up going back to the Switch. You know. Yeah. The Switch is always it's always there. You know. It's. Yeah. I feel like it would always be relevant. Yeah. <laughs> and because it has so many different titles, like I feel like I go to the PS4 for like the big games, and yeah. then the Switch is like whenever I just want to pass the time and and have. I don't know, fun with like Katamari or like Luminous or Tetris 99, right? Yeah. Stuff like that. It's just like, yeah, the Switch is there. And it's just a fun little machine. Yeah, for sure. And I and I can I 100% agree with that. It's kind of like the Switch is, it's usually there just to fill in like a gap of like just mm. playing these games just on occasion. If it's on, on the go or just at home, just relaxing. Because a lot of the Switch titles are really like more relaxed and single player games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I really appreciate that about it. And I like that it's that you can just play it handheld, right? Like you don't need to be near a monitor or mm-hmm. a TV or something. You can just hold it on the couch and it's just as good. Yeah. And the thing that's kind of crazy about the Switch, it's like when it, when it first got announced, my brother, he was actually mentioned to me, like, oh, like Nintendo just announced a new console. And I, and I, oh, I would say this, just like I didn't care at all about the new Nintendo console just because, like, Wii U was so poor in my eyes and like yeah, had nothing to offer, definitely. you know? And the moment yeah. I saw like the announcement trailer for Nintendo Switch, I was like, whoa, that's crazy. They're really just <laughs> out here reinventing like 
a console you know <laughs> yeah it's kind of hard it, it like looking back it was kind of hard to give nintendo the benefit of the doubt after the wii u because it was just so lazy right and yeah it was so i don't know it was so boring <laughs> and then just like is this the same company that made this <laughs> like, i mean it's just they just nailed it the switch yeah. was like perfect from the from the moment it was released yeah and i and i feel like everything that nintendo was doing currently like with uh the whole all-stars 3d and just yeah. everything they're doing just releasing these new games it's just like they're on a roll at the moment like yeah i'm really excited i pre-ordered that uh eight 3d all-stars like as soon as i saw the video i was just like okay i'm pre-ordering it now before they sell out or whatever <laughs> so I'm, I'm waiting hopefully it gets here by the end of uh, as we're recording this by the end of this week we'll see yeah i mean it's it's have you did you ever play those uh sunshine or 64 yeah, so I I didn't have a Nintendo 64 growing up, but I had a oh, okay. GameCube, and I played Sunshine, and I actually never beat Sunshine. Um, I feel like I nobody know, has. It's, just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a, like it, it, I I felt I was like Mario's supposed to be easy, right? But Sunshine mm-hmm. wasn't easy. I don't know if I just was bad at it or whatever, but yeah, I I never beat Sunshine, and then I also got Galaxy for the Wii. I had a Wii, and I only got probably like six games for it but oh, mario man. galaxy was one of them <laughs> oh man I, I feel like honestly nobody that i know has beat sunshine like, everybody always gets stuck <laughs> near the end or somewhere in the beginning you know yeah it's <laughs> it, and it's like i want to beat it because it's such a i can tell that they really put a lot of thought into it just because of how like polished some of the areas are and stuff like yeah. that but it's just really hard I, I i could never finish it hopefully now on the switch with like the benefit of sitting on my couch and whatever <laughs> I, I can beat it but we'll see yeah that's kind of funny that you mentioned that because like i feel like another game that i have never beaten was mario 64 uh mm. like i feel like i've i know i've gotten to the end where I, I had to fight bowser but i don't remember ever beating them or ever seen like credits roll you know yeah yeah i never played it and that because i like i said i didn't have an n64 yeah so and i think think i didn't even get it on the ds when it came out so oh, yeah it'll be my first time playing through it like i've seen it plenty of times but i'm also looking forward to that let's see how it holds up yeah i mean that's uh, by far one of my favorite uh mario 64 is probably one of my favorite mario games besides super mario world you know yeah what did you think of mario odyssey did you play it oh i loved it i loved it yeah i loved mario odyssey too there was a, a, like the moments where it would shift into like the old school side scrolling. Oh yeah! Like the first time that happened, that was so cool. Yeah, I was screaming. I was like, I was like, like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree 100 with you. I was, when I when I first did that, I was like, is this is this really a thing? Like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> the way they worked it out. Yeah, I, I loved Odyssey. I think it's it was like the when I got Odyssey, I hadn't because of real life and work and whatever i hadn't beat a game in a long time yeah but like super mario odyssey i couldn't put it down and i just like it was just the right amount of challenging where it didn't drive you crazy but it mm-hmm. still rewarded you for like trying stuff and i just remember like enjoying every every level every aspect of that game yeah that, that's a game even now like i would go back and just try to complete uh, like gather all the stars for each level you know yeah it's like it's yeah, it's a really definitely. good game you can just uh spend some of your time with and just like a fun game to go back to especially how they added the new challenges with like luigi balloon that balloon challenge game oh i haven't even played that oh yeah it's actually really fun okay i should go back to it <laughs> yeah i would recommend to do so uh cool have you ever played uh a link's awakening uh the, that's a super nintendo one right uh or originally on the super nintendo <laughs> no that, that one's original on the game boy Oh, no, then I haven't played it. Yeah, and they just remade it recently for the Nintendo Switch. It's like Link's Awakening. It's, it's kind of super, uh, super like cartoony, super chibi-like. Okay. You know? Okay. And uh, I got done playing it for, so every now and then I would have like, every month, me and my friends would play mm-hmm. a game and kind of review it and kind of like over talk about it, you know? Yeah. And that was one of the games we played at the beginning of this year, and it's like, that game blew me away. I never played on the Game Boy or anything like that, but it's honestly mm. like I can say that's one of my favorite like Link uh, or Zelda games, as you might say. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it now. I I I do vaguely remember seeing trailers for this, but I didn't know it was a remake of the of the Game Boy one. So, yeah, there was a lot of good games on the Game Boy. Um, yeah. I don't know if you ever played uh, 
like Metroid 2, I think, was only available on the Game Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it later got like remade as Metroid Zero Mission or something like that on the Game Boy Advance. And that was such a good game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just it's just crazy to think about like how Nintendo's are able to make. I mean, I know this has been said a million of times, but Nintendo's able to make these remakes of original games and just release them, and they're just as phenomenal back then as they are now. <laughs> yeah, they really. I, I I commend them for the way they do remakes. It's just not like it's not straight up ports. They seem to really like rework the games and repolish them and things like that. So mm-hmm. it, it makes it worthwhile. That's why like, I did not hesitate to like pre-order that hd all-stars you know what i mean like yeah. the 3d all-stars like i knew they were gonna they're they're gonna do something cool with it. it's not just gonna be like a buggy copy to yeah the for Switch sure or whatever. especially like it's kind of funny like it's uh have you heard about some of the like the issues that people are talking about it's all like oh when they try to are supposed to be upgrading the the, the ports it's like they all still kind of mm. look like the original like classic things and not like this 2080 or anything like that mm. But no, I, just, I didn't hear about that. Oh yeah, some people were arguing about it, that they, that they could have made a better uh, upgrade for the game. But I think that they're just paying homage to like where the game originated from because that's that's what I, I that's what I like to see. You know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like I don't want to see ray tracing and super big draw <laughs> distances or whatever on 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 Mario Sunshine. You know what I mean? I wanted to feel like Mario Sunshine felt on the GameCube. Yeah, for sure. Uh, above all just hearing you talk about these games it doesn't sound like you're much of a competitive gamer or uh, are you no not at all man i i think my the last game that i tried to play competitively was like starcraft back in the day oh really um yeah every time <laughs> i every time i try to play competitively i was just like oh i'm 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 just not good like i just leave me off the rank leaderboards it's just like I want to be a little bit more relaxed or something like that. Yeah, you just um, play a single player yeah, game. It's all about Yeah, that's why I like single player games. I was also like growing up, um, you know, I, I like didn't like none of my siblings or cousins or anything like that play video games. So it's like I was always playing by myself. Oh. Okay. So that kind of led to that too. You get what I mean? Yeah, I understand. That's very understandable. Yeah. I feel like depending on who you play with and how you like get into gaming from however you get into gaming kind of sets the mm. stone. Cause like uh, for me, like competitive gaming was always like a huge topic. Like I was, I was me and yeah. my brother and like my cousins would come over, we would like just game for halo, halo two or halo <laughs> reach is, you know, going up against each other. Just yeah. Time. So then after that, when the once online came out, it's all like, Oh, we gotta be better than the rest, you know? Yeah. 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 No, halo multiplayer. Halo was intense. That was, yeah, that I, I also remember getting really into it. Um, so like my buddies and I, we would have like little LAN parties with with Halo One on yeah. like the Xbox, mm-hmm. and uh, like at first it was just like, oh yeah, because I'm I've always been quick to pick up games. Yeah. But then it gets to the point where because I like don't have that drive of like I gotta be the best, whatever. Like I'll eventually get overtaken. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like. That happened when it got to a point where everyone was just getting like super angry at each other and like <laughs> coming up with like tactics and call signs and stuff. I'm like, all right, I'll, it's my time to leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny because that's, that's that's usually yeah. how like a gaming or a competitive game would work. It's usually everybody's having fun because they don't mm. understand these little like tricks of the gaming. Yeah. And then once people learn them, uh, the bug people don't. Yeah. Like they don't keep up. It's kind of like there's too much to learn, too much to keep up with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I accidentally found out that the pistol was the most powerful weapon. You get what I mean? It's just yeah. like three <laughs> shots to the head and you're dead. It's just like I accidentally found that out, and then everyone else started exploiting that. So I just like, all right, all right, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, going back uh, to your preferred console, uh, is there any other consoles you would play? Like, are you looking forward to PlayStation Five or the Xbox, or your, or you do you ever think yourself as becoming a PC gamer? So I actually built my second gaming PC this year, um, and I've been doing a little bit more game like uh, g- PC gaming. But like I've always liked the games like Civilization. Mm-hmm. Have you ever played that one? Yeah, I love. So like I, yeah, like I I spent literally my most played game on Steam a couple of years ago was like Civ- Civilization Five. That's the best so, one. <laughs> yeah, Civilization Five is so good. But I've been playing a lot of Civilization Six recently. Oh really? Uh, but like the PC I built is like way more powerful than what civilization six needs. So 
yeah, I think now I can play some of the other games. Like uh, I got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two oh, on the that's PC. Great. Um, yeah, and it's it's fun. Uh, so yeah, I'm slowly because I feel like PS5 and and the new Xbox are I don't know like they're approaching PC levels or something like that. You get what I mean? It's oh, always yeah, 100%. like I see the the lines the lines getting more blurred between the three. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I feel like I, I'm excited. I no go for it. Oh, I was gonna say I feel like it, it won't soon. Like after this generation, next generation or whatever, it will soon be like they're all relatively similar. Just going for the exclusive or what extra things that they have to offer. For example, like Xbox is just now or like they've been on a roll with the whole Xbox Game Pass, and I feel like that them offering that it's a huge new step into like yeah. gaming. You know? Yeah, for sure. It 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 is gonna have to be all about the differentiators because the specs, the hardware is not going to be the differentiator anymore. Mm -hmm. Unless like, I don't know if you saw that Sony is like the PS five is supposed to have like really good sound. Like they've invested heavily on, on the, on like the sound that's available. So like you're, you're going to be able to have like 3d audio and stuff like that, which I think is, is pretty cool. Cause not too many gaming companies have invested in that. Yeah. And the sound. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm kind of, I am really excited for this next gen um in this current one like i said i got a ps4 mm -hmm. instead of like the the last xbox i owned was the 360 That's the best. so uh i think i think i'll stick with sony in the next one but but we'll see like maybe sony pc and the switch that should get me covered because there's not really any microsoft exclusives that i really uh like am looking forward to other than not even halo that much yeah halo kind of like it really has turned away most of its fans i i think you know yeah, you know what it was because it's not Bungie anymore. Yeah, it's ever since the Bungie transition and like three, four, three, them doing their own thing in the story. It's like it's not really captivating or like anything that people want to see. Yeah, but Bungie was Bungie really has something special. Like that's another game that I really played a lot a while ago was Destiny and Destiny Two. Yeah, but um, I tried to play Destiny Two recently and like all my gear was very old and the, the, <laughs> the light level is like super high now so it's just like uh, maybe not <laughs> yeah, that's a game you have to like stay with constantly to keep up and you know because that game's always evolving always pushing forward yeah. yeah yeah which is i mean it's a good thing but it's it's kind of hard once you step away to come back to it so yeah for sure unless you're heavily it into it yeah. yeah 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 uh i i think have you heard about halo infinite becoming free to play at all yeah so i see I, that's another thing that's kind of like a differentiator right because yeah. it's like it's going to be accessible to so many more people so that could be a big um like a, a something that really makes halo stand out or hopefully it comes back because it, it's a good franchise yeah. my my theory is my theory is that if halo one wouldn't have been successful like microsoft literally wouldn't have existed after the original xbox like in terms of from a gaming standpoint oh you, know you what think I mean? so yeah yeah like halo and halo 2 were so good that that's the reason why the xbox 360 existed you know yeah. what i mean it's just yeah. like and then after that everything else is just like everything else everything that microsoft has done gaming wise is built on top of the success of halo so it should be good it's like their mario you get what i mean yeah i can i can, I can see where you're coming from and i i kind of agree it's kind of like these, these big every halo like has been a pretty good uh, staple or like uh, achievement for the early days of Microsoft. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like Halo Two was a huge deal, and mm -hmm. Halo One was like literally the only game that people would get on the Xbox. Like I remember, it's just like people would get Madden and Halo, yeah. and then later on they got like uh, Knights of the Old Republic. That yeah. was like the only game that was like quote unquote good on the original <laughs> Xbox. So it's just like it. it Halo should be should feel like every time Nintendo releases a Mario game, like where it's something special. So yeah, maybe Halo Infinite recaptures that. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm hope, and I feel like it being free to play it will open up the game for like everybody who has steered away from the from the franchise. Hopefully, it brings them yeah. back, and hopefully, it's a great game. You know, like we won't know until it's released, even though it got pushed back. So, yikes. yeah. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it. I'll give it like a weekend's try and uh, see if it feels like old school Halo. Like if they put Blood Gulch in there, I'll. I'll I'm set. <laughs> oh man. Uh, speaking about like, what what are some of your exclusives? You're talking a lot about PlayStation. How your 
PlayStation uh, fan, what are some exclusives that, that you like playing on the PlayStation? And what, what type of games? Yeah. So, I mean, the last game this year that's, that's probably been my favorite game this year is a PS4 exclusive. Um, it's Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, okay. Oh, that was such a beautiful game. And, um, yeah, I liked everything about it. The, the combat, the storytelling, the graphics, just the world they created was super good. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn was also really good on the on the PS4. And then uh, it's no longer going to be an exclusive, but it was for a long time. And it was Tetris Effect. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. Oh, I have heard of that. Yeah, Tetris Effect was so good. Like the music was so great, the the visual effects, whatever. That was probably my game of the year of 2018. I just played it so much. Really, it's such a fun game. Yeah, and uh, it's coming out on Xbox later this year, I think, and on PC also. But it was an exclusive for a while. So. Oh, I've never actually... like for example. Oh, go for it. Oh, I was just saying, I've actually never heard of Tetris Effect before. Oh, you've never heard of it? So Tetris Effect is like Tetris, except it's um like normal Tetris, but it's the guy that made Rez and Luminous. So it has a big emphasis on music also. So when the levels start, the song, like the level song is really simple. It's just like a pulsing bass beat or whatever. But as you clear more and more lines, the songs get more complex and the visuals in the background get more complex and trippy and whatever. Not only that, but every time you like rotate a piece or make a line, you add to the music of the level. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm just looking at images now, and it seems like a little bit like Geometry Wars, but just Tetris. Yeah, it's awesome, and <laughs> I play. It's one of those games that I play with headphones on. You just go in there and zone out, and you just play it for a couple of hours, and it makes you feel good. And <laughs> I love Tetris Effect, and uh, yeah, it's it, for a while it was it was only on PS4, and it was like I would legitimately tell people, just get this game, and the PS4 is worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's actually really funny. I, I, I mean, you mentioned Tetris ninety nine earlier. Do you happen to win at all at Tetris ninety nine? I haven't won once. Oh, <laughs> I'm already thinking like you're a Tetris like god or something. No, not even. <laughs> I have not won even once, and uh, yeah, I I think I'm in like top five. That's it. <laughs> oh man, yeah, winning on Tetris ninety nine is actual like the achievement if you actually manage to win yeah for sure it's super intense and it's just like um i think if i ever win at tetris 99 i'll just i'll just never pick it up again (laughs) (laughs) my girlfriend actually she won like one time she spent the night and i happened to sleep early because i had work in the morning she stayed up just playing the night she literally won her first game like i was like at two o'clock in the morning she woke me up and was super excited (laughs) And, and I'm like, what is going on? Super confused. <laughs> she was screaming hey, and, and everything. That's worthy of getting uh, of wake, of getting woken up for. It's just like it's it's right up there with there's a fire. It's just like I wanted to just ninety nine. Yeah, and it's kind of funny because she was over excited, like jumping up and down. I'm like, you better screenshot that, so you know. And she, <laughs> yeah, people aren't gonna believe you. <laughs> yeah, and she did, and she was like, oh my god, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Luckily, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not too familiar if she recorded it or not, but yeah, that was, that was a moment I, I probably won't forget. Yeah, no, I mean, I think overall, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm good at games, but I just enjoy them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not gonna be the best at any game I own, but uh, I'm, uh, I, I just enjoy them really much, a, a lot. Oh, uh, that's really, that's, that's really good to hear. You know. Yeah. Is there any sure. games that you're playing at the moment? Yeah, so I'm playing I'm playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 on the PC. So yeah. that's been really fun, especially kind of like reliving um cuz I played them on the PlayStation when they first came out. So it's just mm-hmm. like it, it feels like I'm I'm in middle school again, so it's really fun. Um, <laughs> I'm also playing Fall Guys a lot. Oh and yeah. Like like I said, kind of keeping with the theme of me not being good at games, I still haven't had a win. Oh, no. <laughs> I've been really, really, really close. Like a bunch of times, probably like 30 times, I've been like the second guy to get the crown or the second to last person on on Hex Jump, but I oh. still haven't won. So <laughs> it's it's a really fun game, though. And then I've also been playing uh, virtual tennis on the Dreamcast a lot recently just because i uh i like hooked it up like i got like an hdmi adapter to go from the old consoles to the new one 
So I've been playing like Dreamcast a little bit and I've been playing virtual tennis a lot, but it's been mainly those three ever since I beat Ghost of Tsushima a couple of months ago. It's been, okay. it's been those three that I've been back and forth with. Yeah. Uh, it's yep. funny because you kind of just answered the question I was going to ask earlier, but I kind of forgot. But uh, you do happen to old own older consoles, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have, I still have my PS2, my GameCube, my uh, Xbox, my Xbox 360. Yeah. I have, uh, I have my like my Dreamcast. I actually have three Dreamcasts, which I'm <laughs> really proud of. <laughs> That's great. Uh, and then I have, I have like my N64 and my PlayStation still. Mm-hmm. I think one of the and best. Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, Super Nintendo is phenomenal. Did you ever get the yeah. Super Nintendo Mini? No, I didn't, and. Oh, okay. uh, I don't regret it exactly because I, I don't know. I, I, I like my OG big Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, a thing I was just going to mention is that, like, I feel like one of the best times to buy a console is right at the end of its, like, its cycle, like its uh, a life cycle, you know? Because, like, at, at that point, you can just get the console and get any of the best games that have already been out for the console, you know? Yeah, definitely. And you can go get them used and they're going to be cheap yeah. because it's right at the point where people are like trading in because they want to get the next thing. So like none of the, none of, none of the games are like, like collectibles yet. Right. They're just, they're just kind of just all seen as old. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree with you. That's it's like right now is probably the perfect time to get a PS4 or an Xbox one. Yeah. Cause you, you can just grab like the best games that have come out for either console and then you can just play them and it's all, it would all be relatively cheap. Yeah. And I mean, then there's still, like really good it's not like you're gonna you're gonna play i don't know horizon zero dawn and think oh this game looks so old it's just like no it's still it's still really good yeah or like god of war for example you know yeah god of war or um that ratchet and clank on the ps4 did you play that oh yeah the new one right it was like yeah it was was... crazy good (laughs) yeah it was i was very impressed with it are you looking forward to the new one I am. I saw the trailer and it looked like I like again, it looks like they're just all of a sudden Ratchet and Clank became like a showcase for technology, which is crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, like when it did the whole uh what was it, the game like the first fifteen minutes of gameplay, was it? It's mm-hmm. like it just the graphics seemed amazing, like extremely beautiful. It's just like it's crazy to think about how far gaming has become and how these graphics are like is made and our can be like close to like, you know yeah definitely and it's like it's a cartoon fox or whatever i forgot what it is (laughs) and a robot yeah it's just it's i'm really impressed with it and i was really impressed with the physics of it like that gun that would transport you somewhere or like that would bring the environment to you Mm -hmm. just the whole physics behind it i was i was very impressed with it um so yeah i'm I'm looking forward to the ps5 overall yeah rash and click rift apart yeah that's 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 confirmed to be a launch game right i think so uh but we i mean we still don't know when the ps5 is launching officially so what what do you think about what do you think about uh the whole thing that happened with microsoft when they were like uh their price point got leaked and then they announced their actual prices the day after (laughs) i think that was uh by i like i think it was a planned leak you know what i mean oh really that's what I think. I always think that these companies are like just trying to be unique with their marketing or whatever, because I don't know if you saw, but it was one of the Microsoft guys that showed that he actually had like an Xbox one X on his, like on the background of one of his videos like yeah, months ago. Yeah. Phil Spencer. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's just like, they're, 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 they've been slowly leaking things out. It's just like, that's why I always think companies that big, um, they have control over all those things. So it had to have been on purpose just to kind of get internet buzz going. Oh, yeah. What, what, do, you think, what do you think the prices for PlayStation are going to be? I mean, they have to be the same, right? I don't think that's going to get more expensive than, than 550 honestly. 550 Um And if it is more than 550 it has to be, like, really, really impressive because also the RTX... Uh, 3070 right is 499 also yeah like the new nvidia card so it's just Mm -hmm. like that that seems to be the number it's like somewhere around 500 bucks (laughs) and uh i don't think ps5 is going to be that much more impressive that it's gonna they're gonna be able to charge more than that so my my hope is that they undercut them but i doubt sony will do that they'll just release for the same price 
I think Sony is gonna undercut them and like sell it for like four fifty or something like that. And then like they're wow. all digital consoles gonna be like one ninety nine. Oh wow! Yeah, if if they're all digital consoles, one ninety nine. Like I'm getting three of them. <laughs> just just because, yeah. I hope. I mean, I hope you're right because, yeah, it seems I mean, like the price point is five hundred bucks. Yeah, because I I I feel like this is very similar. What happened to the last console launch? You know, it's like Microsoft mm-hmm. announced their price point at, at four ninety nine. It was and it was like crazy ridiculous at the time. But then Microsoft Sony was like, "We're not doing this," you know. Mm-hmm. Right? And like our price. What what was the launch? I it was. I want to say it was like four, three ninety nine or something like that. I think so. Let's see. Let me look it up. Cause I didn't. It, yeah, it was three ninety nine. Yeah, and it was like a hundred dollars cheaper. And it was like, why wouldn't you go with the cheaper option if it's just the same like components to everything? You know. Yeah. Do you remember how much the PS three launched for? No, I do not. It was five ninety nine. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's two hundred bucks more than the PS four. So Holy yeah. cow. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was ridiculous. That's, that's a big reason why I didn't get it until later on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's understandable. It's like, why would you want to drop that like as soon as <laughs> the launch has like no games to come out with to play with? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it was like Mortar Storm or whatever that uh that quad ri- bike racing one was called. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Is there any games you're looking forward to? So, like, I heard you mention. Uh, what was it? Oh, we talked about Infinite and talked about like yeah. games, games are being pushed back and Ghost of Tsushima. Like, is there any games you're looking forward to? Like Cyberpunk 2077? I know that game is like causing a huge like buzz. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of excited for that one too. I'm hoping that my my PC can run it. Um, but I'm right now. I'm just kind of looking forward to to whatever like the next surprise title is going to be you know what i mean like i and i don't know what it is because for example last year the game that i most enjoyed was untitled goose game did you play that one? Oh yeah i did i did manage to play that game the game was phenomenal yeah and it came out of nowhere for me you know what i mean like it all of a sudden like i just heard about it i saw like a trailer and then a bunch of people online were playing it mm-hmm. and i downloaded it and it was like super fun and super funny so I'm kind of looking forward to that because I, I trust that there's going to be an untitled Goose game for 2020. We just haven't seen it yet. Maybe it's Fall Guys because Fall Guys kind of was like that for me. Yeah. Which just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, but other than that, I'm just looking forward to uh, to uh, Mario HD All-Stars or 3D All-Stars. I keep saying HD. <laughs> yeah. That's the game I'm most looking forward to. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there has been many games to be announced or released. Every, I, this, this, this is always like a weird gap between like a, a gaming console life cycle ending and new one starting. It's always like these games in between. It's all like, what's going to happen to them, you know? Yeah, for sure. I, I, I think like Ghost of Tsushima was the last first party title for the PS4. Um, so yeah, after the, after that, they all just moved to PS5. So it, it was a great game to end on though. But yeah, I think the Switch is the one that's holding the fort down for me in terms of what I'm looking forward to next. And mainly it's Mario. Yeah. I was kind of also looking forward to, I don't know if it got, I guess it got released, but I didn't buy it. Uh, was that Captain Tsubasa soccer game? Did you hear about that one? Uh, oh, it's kind of like an anime game. Yeah. It's like an anime soccer game. Oh yeah. I did it, hear about it. It looks crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I've seen yeah. a, oh, wow. Are we gone? Oh, it, it was released. I just didn't get it. So, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I saw a couple of trailers of it. And I thought it was really interesting, but I never, I never took a further closer look into that. Yeah, I'm all for the uh, the cartoony soccer games. Like, oh, remember yeah. Mario Strikers? That was phenomenal. Or... I loved Mario Strikers. Yeah, Mario Strikers was really good. There was another one called Sega Soccer Slam that was also really good. Mm-hmm. And then back on the um, back on the Super Nintendo, there was one called Mega Man Soccer, which was also really good. I don't think I've ever heard about Mega Man Soccer. Oh, Mega Man Soccer is so cool. Cartoony Soccer is really cool, <laughs> but Mega Man Soccer was probably my favorite one of all of them. You're just speaking about these games that came out uh, of 2020, like Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. Animal Crossing, or like uh, Fall Guys. Is there any game that you have in mind that would be the game of the year? Or like, Have you played Flight Simulator? I feel like you have a computer that would be able to run it. I haven't. Uh, yeah, I could run it. I actually looked it up, but I haven't played it. 
Um, but I do think probably Ghost of Tsushima would be my game of the year so far. Mm. Um, just because it, it was very compelling from beginning to end. And I know that it didn't necessarily do anything new. Yeah. Because there there had been other open world games that like are very similar and you know all the side quests and things like that. But I feel like it's the perfect game to end a console on, like a console generation on. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like it took all of the lessons that were learned in this generation in terms of like open world and graphics and storytelling and cutscenes and, and side quests and the pacing of the game and the choices that you give the player and stuff like that. And it put them all into one really cool little package. Um, and yeah, I feel like it captures everything that was special about games in this generation in a really unique way. So I think that would be like, if I had to choose like a game of the year that I, or like that I enjoyed the most, it would probably be ghost of Tsushima for this year so far. Yeah. I mean, and I can see that the game looks amazing. It's really like it has, I feel like it's for this year, it's a really notable game that people are talking about, you know? Yeah. And it has a lot of cool moments Um, in the, the fight system like it really makes you feel like a samurai sometimes because you're just you're just like oh i can take this dude out with one swing and it's <laughs> it's it, and then as soon as you do that the people that were standing there are like terrified of you and start like crawling away so that like moments like that that are really cool in the game so yeah yeah it's <laughs> probably in my game of the year if not like if, if i would have gotten a couple of wins in fall guys i'd probably say fall guys <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah fall guys it's like it's I, I was i was playing Fall guys in the beta and like it's i'm surprised how it's far and how well it's doing like when i was playing in the beta i was like man i'm not sure if people are gonna like get into this game you know like it's, it's really simple super childish kind of like cartoony game yeah but it really just blew up and i'm just amazed and i'm really excited for season two of the game yeah i i'm looking forward to see what they do with it because um as it is now i kind of see less and less people going on it um but yeah it, it it was a nice little pleasant surprise and the worst part of it are the toxic players on it that are just like pushing you off and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah and these new texts that are coming out and like i remember uh when the game first started like they didn't they only had like three final challenges but they added a mm. fourth one recently which is that jump roping one. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and so it's just it's, i'm liking where it's going i would love to see more content of it it's just it's great for sure and and you know animal crossing you mentioned it too it Mm -hmm. i i really enjoy it too but it's just especially at the time it came out like quarantine had just hit and you couldn't go outside and stuff like that so it was like the perfect release window for it and uh i still it's one of those games that you can still kind of turn on and play 30 minutes a day um and you you it's an it's like enough so it's like a nice little getaway but uh it's definitely the best Animal Crossing, but I don't know. It's just, I, I, I feel like I enjoyed Ghost of Tsushima a little bit more than Animal Crossing, but I yeah. still enjoyed Animal Crossing a lot. Yeah. Did, did you happen, I mean, do you still go back to Animal Crossing every now and then? I know I've, I play it, but I don't play it as much as I would like. Yeah, I don't play it as much as I would like either, but I do, I do go back and just kind of check in on my neighbors. I got, um, there's this little fox, her name is Audie. And she's like my favorite, so I just go say hi to her every now and then. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of neighbors that I'm like, I'm just checking in to see if they're moving or something like that. But <laughs> there's others that I'm like, all right, just stick around, please. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a fun little getaway. For sure. Because it's kind of, it's kind of what it pitches too, right? Uh, gig, yeah. Join your getaway island resort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're and you know Nintendo's actually like keeping up with it. Like they're adding stuff to it. Like yeah, recently can... they added the fact that you could swim and stuff like that. Yeah, I was just gonna mention that the swimming aspect of the game is pretty like crazy. I wouldn't think that you'd be able to get into the water. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. And then you can like there's a whole set of creatures now that you can get out from from the water and things like that. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to see what else they add to it. Especially how like with the animals, like the insects and the fish yeah. how they're all seasonal so you can only get certain fish during a certain season it's always like it makes it or make it makes it a reason for it to for you to come back to the game and play it again yeah you know it came out in march and i remember there was a fish that was only going to be available through march and i didn't catch it i forgot which one it was but now i have now like now i have to come back next march <laughs> <laughs> yeah wait a whole year 
because I messed up. Like, and I realized that it was gone probably like the last day of March, and I was like, oh, I'll play it, and I just didn't. So it's <laughs> on me. I, I apologize to Nintendo for missing it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it does seem like I'm all out of questions. Is there anything you would like to ask me? Like any questions that you have? No, I mean, just, just thanks for having me on. And uh, yeah, ha- hopefully you uh, you keep having this podcast and stuff like that. Uh, I, I I enjoy talking about video games and the type of feelings that they give you, right? Because it's like they're so varied now that you can find games to be peaceful with or find games to be angry with. There are games you can play by yourself. There are games you can play with people. There are games you can play against people. So I, I think it's a very fertile ground and the more people talk about them the the the, the better because it's like you, you can extract joy again not just from playing them but from like talking about them and remembering them and stuff like that yeah and it, and it really is like the moment you can talk to a game about with somebody and just kind of like have that connection there it really does just yeah. branch off from one thing onto another and just it becomes like you know like a community and like this is a gaming community that people are starting to realize it's becoming like a major thing yeah definitely the gaming industry is growing and uh yeah and it's and it's i think it's good as long as uh we remember that we're all a community <laughs> <laughs> yeah and not be toxic to each other because that's kind of a issue <laughs> yeah for Especially sure. competitive gaming yikes <laughs> <laughs> well i'm happy to have you uh thanks again yeah thank you soldier monkey it, yeah. this was really fun irrelevant yeah, rod and uh okay well for everybody out there, thank you for listening, and I guess just game on. See y'all.